Welcome to White Belt Wednesdays. I'm your host, Travis, and today we'll be diving into the world of Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu with essential tips and tricks in bite-sized podcast episodes every Wednesday. Ready to level up your skills? Well, let's roll. So I broke a guy's neck. So last Tuesday, I was at class and rolling with a purple belt. He had me in a Kesekatami, and I did a bridge and roll reversal. He posted with his head and then a loud crack. Everyone stopped rolling and rushed over to help. He could still move his legs and had no signs of being paralyzed, but we had to immobilize his neck and called an ambulance. A black and brown belt who were sitting out saw it unfold and told me I did absolutely nothing wrong. I still feel fucking horrible. I visited him in the hospital and was told his neck is broken. Luckily, the doctor said he will make a full recovery. I naturally apologized about a million times directly after and in the hospital. And thank God he isn't mad at me or thinks it was my fault. Honestly, I couldn't even look his family in the eyes. Don't really know where I'm going. I wanted to go with this, but yeah, that was my week. This was posted on Reddit just the other day at the time of this recording. And I wanted to share my thoughts on injuries in your journey. So here they are. Accidents happen. How should we handle it when we injure someone by accident? It's inevitable. It's going to happen. When I was a white belt, I had a couple training partners tell me that, you know, I was rolling too hard or using too much strength at the wrong time and it caused injuries. Emphasis on using too much strength at the wrong time. Don't let people tell you not to use strength in jujitsu. You got to use strength in jujitsu, but use it at the right time in the right amount. We have to take care of our training partners, plain and simple, because like I always say, they are the most important tool we have at jujitsu or in jujitsu to get better at the sport. It's no question asked. Training partners are number one, in my opinion, obviously. (laughs) If you injure someone by accident, then it could be hard to handle for some people. I know when I injure my training partners, I instantly think, how could I have avoided this? How could I have stopped this from happening? And sometimes it just happens. You know, not many of us are getting into martial arts to injure those around us. We join because we want to get stronger. We want to get fitter. We want to lose weight. We want to get in shape, build self-confidence, work on defense, be around like-minded people, and like a, a variety of other reasons why people join. Almost all of us just do this as a hobby and maybe we compete once or twice. I'm, I've only competed once. I do plan on doing it again, but it's it's not something that most of us do on the regular. Some of us want to compete, and maybe some of us want to compete to injure people, and that's fine. No, I'm just kidding. That's not fine. But if someone doesn't tap to a submission, then they're kind of like accepting their own fate in competition. You know what? Let's me- not be pussies. <laughs> Choke me up. And you should take it as far as required. What, it, what What's the saying? Tap, snap, or nap? It's it's your opponent's choice in competition, whether they want to tap or not. In the training room, completely different. Don't don't go to breaking in a limb or having someone pass out in the training room. That's not what it's there for. <laughs> I've seen it. Don't do it. I don't know how I would handle this situation, though. It, it It is scary hearing someone break something while you are training with them, honestly. And uh, not only that, but a major injury, like breaking someone's neck. Honestly, I feel like I would have handled it the, the same way as the Reddit user that posted this. I mean, I would apologize profusely. Uh, I would feel 
so bad. And I, I don't know how, how long it would take me to get over that. But at the end of the day, what would people say? We're not baking cookies. You have, you have to think about it like this. If I were to injure someone by accident, how would I want them to handle it? Probably not by blowing up on me and hating my guts for the rest of their life. You know what I mean? Then you got to think that is how you should react as well. It goes back to the old saying when we were kids, treat others the way you want to be treated. Injuries are going to happen. Some of them will be by accident and some of them will be by either carelessness or malintent. And, and don't confuse the two. You know, don't confuse the two when it happens. If someone does it on accident, then it's an accident. You know, if it's a freak accident like this, I mean, how else could it be avoided? Think of the situation when it does happen. What was happening leading up to this and could that been avoided? Here, I don't think it could have been avoided at all. You know, sometimes you just put pressure in the wrong direction. You sometimes you just you just post wrong and you know you break it someone breaks an arm or you know breaks a finger. This guy broke a neck. To to me, this this honestly uh, just a freak accident in this story. And you know, if this were to happen to you while you're training or to your training partners in the room, then you have to give yourself some grace, some grace and don't let it stop you from training. Because I feel like a lot of people, if this were to happen to them, they would want to stop training. Not a lot of people. Some people, you know, would think of it as like, I can't believe I injured someone so drastically to the point to where I, you know, their neck broke. And it, it doesn't matter if it's an accident or not. They're going to take it to the point to where they feel guilty and not want to train. And you you shouldn't take it to that point. You should you should look at it for what it is, a training opportunity for everyone, and think, okay, now I know that that's a possibility, and I can't allow, or <laughs> I should try to avoid that from happening as much as possible, in all seriousness. You have to take care of yourself and your training partners, and just know that injuries are going to happen. Some of them will be minor, some of them will be major, and how you handle that injury is all up to you. Right. It's at the end of the day, you know, it is a combat martial art. We are pushing our bodies to the limit a lot of the times, and we are going to put them in positions that aren't advantageous per our biomechanics. And you have to be okay with if you get injured and it's an accident, that it's just part of the process. So remember, tap early, tap often, keep showing up. And if you can't train because you're injured, look at other avenues. BJJ Fanatics, Jordan teaches jiu-jitsu's theory course. Link down below if you want. You pick that up, $25 off. And yeah, just keep training. So thank you guys so much for listening. Peace. Thank you for listening to this episode of White Belt Wednesday. If you have any questions or comments, please message me on social media and maybe they can even become a future episode. Don't forget to check out the Patreon for early and exclusive content. Links for everything are in the show notes.